0: Welcome to Episode 8 of Rock Talk for Industrial Components. My name is Bill Martin.
1: And I'm Paul site
0: Paul, what's today's topic?
1: Well, you know, Bill, before we get into the topic, we're going to do our, our new segment, which is the big shout-out. So I want to give a shout-out to uh, Jason Zollner. He is an industrial control sales lead out of St. Louis. And actually, Jason reached out to us and gave us the uh, the idea for this topic today. So Jason, we'll be sending you out some rock to talk swag. We, we've covered the South Pacific and now we're hitting the gateway to the West here in St. Louis. So we're spreading the swag around the globe. Um, appreciate you listening and sending us some suggestions. Thanks. And uh, look for that coming. Um, so, the topic, and this was Jason's idea, was to I'm going to call it the lightweight title fight for motor control. We're going to talk about smart motor controllers versus variable frequency drives.
0: Ah, cool. Um, you know, I've I've seen uh, a lot of different applications around the world, and uh, a lot of them use either variable frequency drives or or soft starts, and for the allen bradley soft start it's a smart motor controller or smc but it's always kind of interesting a lot of people um, i see never know which one to apply sometimes they apply a drive for everything um, but you know maybe they should consider a, a smart motor controller uh, because it's a little more smaller and maybe cost effective uh, for their application but um, you know how to use a, how do you know when to use a soft start versus a, a variable frequency drive paul
1: you know, Bill, I have no idea. They both run a motor. So as far as I'm concerned, we're bringing somebody in here that has a has a clue on this topic and might be able to share some, some interesting wisdom. So with that, I'm going to introduce our um, subject matter expert, Randy Langer. Randy, why don't you tell us uh, a little bit about yourself and your background?
2: All right. Thanks. Uh, thanks for inviting me to this. This is, sounds like fun. Uh, yeah, I'm Randy Langer. Uh, I'm a project engineer uh, within the electrical engineering department. Uh, I've been with Rockwell Automation for, for 25 years now and going on 26 pretty soon.
0: Wow, that's a long time, Randy.
1: Quarter century, quarter century, big time.
0: Yep. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so how long yeah, have you I been might, working I, with uh, SMCs, Randy?
2: Yeah, I uh, I spent probably around 20 years uh, designing SMCs and working with SMC applications, and also doing field service on on SMCs, helping out helping customers out with
0: troubleshooting. Wow, so so you're like Mr. SMC. Uh, be-
2: yeah, haven't been called that before, but uh, that's a new
0: one. I'll I'll take that title. <laughs> so, do you have a, a number of patents then for the smart motor controller?
2: uh yeah i have a couple of patents on the smart motor controller uh there's a lot of patents out there on it uh i I am i'm fortunate enough to be named on a few of them so yeah
0: wow paul we're pretty lucky to have mr smc on this call
2: we're gonna have to get him a cape
0: (laughs) Yep, i think so (laughs) 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 well since you're uh mr smc randy um can can you give us a quick definition of uh, a smart motor controller versus a, a variable frequency drive
2: Sure, I can. I can do that. Um, the SMCs, like you said, smart motor controllers. Uh, they are soft starters. Um, what that means is that we're controlling the voltage and the current, and thus the current as we apply to the motor uh, by doing that. Uh, so we can minimize the inrush current then too. So by reducing that voltage, we can minimize that inrush current, and also that helps reduce uh, uh, the mechanical stresses on on the whole system. A good example that uh, that I use a lot of times to relate what is a soft starter and what does it do and how does it help is if we all think about our our air conditioning systems, our central air systems in our in our homes. Uh, here in Wisconsin, I run mine a lot. Uh, so uh, when when that system turns on, uh, you see the lights dim in the house. Well, that happens in industrial environments on a much larger scale, and the motor soft starters are are there to help limit that inrush current and prevent those lights from dimming.
0: Ah, that's what's going on. Um, yeah. Can I use a soft start when I run my microwave and washing machine and uh, toaster oven, too?
2: well you might be able to uh yeah. so we could maybe rig something up <laughs>
0: <There you go. laughs> that's really more for motors right
2: yeah <laughs> yeah it's really more for motors uh specifically three phase motors typically and okay. uh one one of the things to keep in mind with the smc too is that is that we run the motor at what's called base speed so whatever the motor's rated speed is that's what the smc will run at All so right. if you need if you need to run that at at if you need to run reduced speed uh, that's where you need that variable frequency drive. Uh, just like it says variable. Uh, the, the, it has. There's similar functionalities to the SMCs in a lot of areas, but that variable frequency drive can do things like uh, precise control of the acceleration and deceleration rates. Uh, they can run the motor at continuously at variable speed. So if you need to run a motor at half speed, uh, that's where you really need that variable frequency drive. Uh, another advantage that a drive can have is that if you need to do a reversing application, a drive can do that with without additional components. Uh, other components uh, like an SMC or just contactors—they need that reversing contactor system to switch the two phases of the of the of the three-phase to get that motor to reverse direction. A uh, variable frequency drive can do do that without those additional components.
1: Yeah, that's that's great, Randy. So it, it makes sense. So it's what I heard is if I need acceleration, deceleration control, or I need maybe multiple speeds for an application, but can you speak to which applications are, are best suited for a variable frequency drive? So we we've heard about, you know, kind of the attributes of the application, but where do you see them in the industry the most? Yeah, that
2: uh, drives are as you mentioned earlier before. Uh, they're applied all over the all over the world. Uh, like I said, anything with reduced speed. Uh, some some examples could be uh, big industrial fans if they need to do a precise uh, speed control to control that airflow. Uh, those directional conveyors, uh, bi-directional conveyors, where they have to reverse quickly and they want to do that with just that single component. Uh, the other things like speaking of conveyors is if they're fully loaded, a lot of times a drive is a better, better suited for that application uh, for a fully loaded conveyor conveyor and then augering systems too. Sometimes a, an auger in, a, in some sort of process where like a, a concrete or something like that, where they're mixing a slurry and it's thick, it's thicker, they may need a drive to get that, that uh, auger moving.
1: Could, can you go into a little more detail on, like, why a fully loaded conveyor? Why, when, um, when I have a lot of stuff that I'm trying to move, why is a variable frequency drive a better choice?
2: Yeah, that it's, it has to do, all do with motor torque. Um, with, uh, with, a, with a drive, they can a drive can apply a lot of torque to a motor, even at zero speed and low speeds. Uh, Reduce voltage starters like the SMCS. They, because of that reduction in voltage, they are also reducing the available torque of uh, to, that we can apply. So therefore, if it's really loaded down, there the, the reduced voltage and thus reduced torque may not be enough to get the the, mo- the load moving.
0: So a good example might be like a like at a mine, right, where they're. Taking out ore out of the mine, they may just shut it down for the, for the weekend break, but the material's still on the on the conveyor. And then when they come back, you know, on Monday to restart things up again, um, is that kind of what you mean by a by a fully loaded conveyor?
2: Yeah, that's exactly that's a great example, Bill.
0: All right, cool. So so we now know what a variable frequency drive does. So when is it best to maybe use a smart motor controller?
2: Yeah, uh, smart motor controllers. Uh, anytime you any any application that runs at full speeds, uh, things like water pumping applications, uh, compressors, large industrial air compressors, uh, unidirectional conveyors, uh, unless they're as long as they're that lightly loaded. Uh, and another one is hammer mills, where uh, we have uh, where the have the drums spinning with the with the hammers on it to grind material like clay. So some interesting applications also that you can use an SMC on are rock crushers and sawmills. Uh, Both of those have a high inertia start, but they start very lightly loaded. So an SMC there is a perfect application to help accelerate those up to speed. So
0: do you ever go visit a sawmill? I just try to picture this big saw blade. I have not had the opportunity to visit a sawmill yet. uh, Or a rock crushing facility. Have you seen one of those?
2: yes i have seen a rock crushing facility
0: and uh how big are these rocks that they're crushing
2: um they can be fairly large sometimes they uh they sometimes uh they they get some pretty large rocks in there and you can really tell because the machine really starts shaking Uh, at that point it's all up to speed but it you it really uh it really can get
0: some vibrations going gotcha all right so, so that makes sense so if if the load is um if the motor isn't loaded it's whatever it, the motor is controlling is, is empty. Um, that's really a, a great time to put an SMC on, onto that.
2: Especially yes, exactly. if it's
0: unidirectional. Yeah. Yes, exactly.
1: Great. Hey, Hey Randy, how about talking about um, maybe some of the key benefits of each technology? Cause there's, there's a lot more than just running the motor at a different speed that, that go into some of these products.
2: Right. Okay, Paul. Yeah. The SMC's, have, we have various control algorithms within the SMCs. It's not just a soft starter. It's not just soft starting the motor. Uh, we have uh, pump control algorithms that help control water hammer and pumping applications, which, and once again, relating to your home water hammer, if you turn off that faucet and you hear your pipes bang, sometimes that, uh, that on, a, on a large industrial scale, can uh, actually shake the ground. I've actually experienced that one time at a, at a field site, <laughs> uh, which was uh, quite startling. <laughs> I bet, yeah. The first time it happened. So that so that, that pump control algorithm really helps minimize the, those stresses in, in water pumping applications. Uh, we also have a technology called smart motor braking, where we can use that to stop high inertia loads, uh, like that sawmill. Uh, when they go to change out that blade for maintenance, when they hit that stop button, if it just coasted to rest, it may take 30 minutes to, for that to coast all the way down to a zero speed to where they can go now and, and change that saw blade uh, with the, with the smart motor braking algorithms, we can slow that motor down a little faster and, you know, may only be uh, maybe a five minute, five or 10 minutes uh, stop time on the motor so that we can uh, change those out. Uh, also our, we have the uh, SMC 50 product line, which is our newest product. Uh, it's our premium uh, device. We have, uh, an algorithm in there where we can do linear acceleration and deceleration of the motor uh, without a tachometer. Uh, older, older products like the SMC Flex, we had a tachometer input where you would feed in the, the, uh, a signal from the tachometer and then we would follow that as our feedback to have closed loop control. Uh, the SMC 50 it, it accomplishes that without the, uh, the need for additional external components. So another feature also with that with that SMC50 uh, is that we have a, a, a slow speed function that is can be used for aligning material. If you have a drum that's spinning, uh, where you have to align the the uh, a window in the drum to to empty it or fill it, you can use that slow speed to get it in the right position.
0: You know that linear acceleration and deceleration feature. Where would someone use that at? What's what's a great example of? of that, um, that feature would
2: be used great example is um a lot of times uh, uh water pumps can be can very much uh take advantage of that that can help do some additional additional um enhancement to the to that algorithm um sometimes conveyors that can help out with too it can help soft start those conveyors especially if there's uh we'll call it loaded but it's more lightly loaded like a uh, uh, you know say it's a got a line of boxes or something that if you start too quickly of they the boxes could tip over or something like that that uh, linear acceleration can really help bring that up to speed
0: more smoothly okay yeah i get it right you kind of start this thing up slowly and nice and evenly and up to full speed yep got
1: that would probably help if you had some fragile loads on there too right that you don't want kind of jostling as you start you want them to Get up to speed at a, at a certain rate,
2: correct? Yes, exactly. Yeah, and then for the same thing on, on coast down, also you could use that linear d to to help slow it down at a at a consistent rate, also.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Cool. And for uh, variable frequency drives, then, um, you know, what are uh, what are some benefits of, of that technology?
2: Yeah, like we were talking before about some of those fully loaded applications, that, that high torque, uh, that high torque at zero speed, that's really where the drives are really, uh, they really have that advantage there um, to get that motor running. Um, and then, like we've been talking throughout here, that anything that runs below the base speed of the motor, you know, 10, 10 20, 50% of, this, of the motor speed, uh, and then also those that multi-directional within a single device Uh, those types of applications uh, they can those those are really the where the drives shine over the smcs gotcha
0: so all right so smc use it for uh starting up a motor slowly get it up to full speed also stopping from full speed to a nice uh to a nice stop uh nice even stop um, there's some other sounds like uh, like some jogging features that can go forward or backward with the SMCs as well. Um, but with, with drives you can use it for uh, if you need the full torque you know, right when you start up a machine or uh, you need to run that motor at a different speeds, like you said from one hertz up to even faster than 60 hertz. Um, and then finally if you want to do uh, forward or reverse applications uh, on the same motor. Cool so um yeah. so why you know what are some other things now that we know that you know why would someone make a decision of using a, an SMC versus a, a variable frequency driver there's some other things to consider besides just uh, um, full torque control and um, and um, uh, direction
2: yeah uh, yeah uh, pr- probably the biggest one biggest Uh, differentiator that we can talk about is the cost and size of the two technologies, uh, because the SMCs end up being uh, typically more energy efficient, more cost effective, and once you get over about 100 horsepower, there gets to be, the size and cost gets to be significantly different Uh, between those technologies, so... Some of the other considerations uh, that are related to the energy efficiency also is that a lot of times the drives will need some sort of harmonic mitigation just because of the way that the technology works uh, because the SMCs run based on that base speed. and directly off the line, we, uh, the SMCs don't really they don't need any uh, of that same type of mini- mitigation. So from the power from the from the programming side, the SMCs typically have a, a much smaller list of parameters to set up than a drive, so they can be much simpler to set up. Sometimes it's as simple as program your FLA for your motor for your overload, select a couple starting profile parameters and how you want to uh, how you're going to start and stop it, whether it be from a network communication or or a terminal block uh, control terminals, and and you're off and running.
0: Well, that sounds pretty simple, right? <laughs> so, really, uh, the larger, uh, yeah, the 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 larger the size, of the motor is where you'll you'll see the the significant difference between the two technologies.
2: Yeah, especially when we're talking about yeah the cost and size, uh, there there can be some some significant savings there. Great.
1: So, Randy, you you design these uh, SMCS. So, let's get down the brass tacks here. What specific things and what specific features and values do Alan Bradley SMCs? When, if I look in the uh, and compare them in the marketplace, um, what makes them better than the competition?
2: Well, oh, Paul, uh, we've got some some really unique features of uh, the Studio Five Thousand uh, suite that can integrate right into our Premier SMC Fifty to allow uh, compatibility with the entire control system. Our SMC Flex has, also has communication software. We can use our connected component workbench uh, software to, to give communication to communicate with that. Uh, those, those networking capabilities uh, provide complete configuration and commissioning. And also then it also gives you feedback also because you have all that remote monitoring and metering and diagnostics information that you can get back all over the network. Uh, Also, the pump, the algorithms that we have, the pump control algorithms, the smart motor braking technology, and the linear acceleration and deceleration features in the, in the SMC 50, Um, a lot of, all those, all those things have been uh, utilized in the field to solve real world problems.
1: Okay, so I, and. I mean what you're talking about is um our software integration and that would apply as well to our variable frequency drive lines as what well, as much as they would our smart motor controllers correct Uh
0: yeah So do you have any uh interesting stories you've you said that earlier you visit a lot of different customer sites to to see how they they apply uh, uh smart motor controllers uh, do you have any interesting stories of uh of a particular application?
2: Yeah, we had a, yeah, I do actually. I thought about one that, uh, thinking about that, there's one that uh, recently, a few years ago, we, the SMC 50 was deployed uh, because we had to solve a problem with a bank alarm. Bank alarm,
0: like a- Bank alarm, yeah. Like a financial bank.
2: (laughs) I believe so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, continue. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. It was it was interesting. That there was a municipal a municipality was using a SMC Flex with pump control on their on their on their water system. Well, as the municipality expanded their whole uh, piping system and the plumbing and the water system, uh, the SMC uh, Flex was causing uh, there was a there was a, an alarm in the bank that was measuring. Uh, Water pressure, and when it would change, it would set off this alarm, and it was it was determined that uh, it was it was a, something unique, uh, and it was with the changes in the in the plumbing system. So we deployed the SMC50 out to the site to try using the uh, application, the uh, linear acceleration and deceleration features of the product. Okay. And when we started controlling it with that linear XL and D cell, it was start, it was successful in preventing that alarm from going off. So it was a very interesting application where uh, pump control wasn't quite the right application or the right uh, algorithm to be running at that point. We had the new linear XL and D cell, and once we deployed that, uh, their their alarms went away.
0: Wow, that sounds that sounds pretty interesting uh great so who,
1: who was the first one to call tech support i'm guessing it wasn't the bank the bank probably was <laughs> like hey i got this alarm
0: yeah
2: i don't recall uh because by the time i was involved it had already uh been through a few different uh a few different people were were looking at solving the problem and, and that's when uh, we came in to help out with the spc 50
0: <laughs> great you know randy any uh closing thoughts to our to our listeners here um but, you know if, they have a choice between a soft start and a, and a variable frequency drive for their motor?
2: Yeah, um, in talking with customers, I always tell them, if you need variable speed, you'll have to use a VFD. But if you only need to start that motor and then you can run at base speed, that, that SMC can be a, a much a much better solution for you because they can be more cost effective, they have better energy efficiency, and typically they're a lot simpler to
0: deploy uh that's that's a great way to summarize everything mr smc we uh we really appreciate you randy for taking some time out today to to talk to us
2: oh yeah you're welcome thanks for the invite uh yeah i think i think uh that'd be kind of neat if i could get it yeah we should give me a, a, a cape or something or a hat or something <laughs> Dude,
1: there we got, we're gonna so. we're gonna get both the cape, <laughs> all right the, the cape's an absolute must The
2: hat's kind of optional I look forward to that. So, yeah. So thanks for the, thanks again for the invite. It was my pleasure helping out and talking with you today.
1: Great having you on the show, Randy. Thanks for spending some time with us in the old rock Talk podcast.
2: (laughs) All right. You're welcome. Thanks again for having me.
0: So, so Paul, what's going to be our, our next topic?
1: Well, I got to find a real battle topic because we had breaker wars and it turns out there's, there's no war at all. They all have their own apps. And this one I kind of thought was, you know, like the light heavyweight fight. Yeah. SMC versus VFD. And the bottom line is we, we have a whole line of different products and that's because there's definitely different times you want to use them and different purposes. So we, we got to find a real, a real struggle here to, to talk about, but we're going to talk we're going to go a little bit different, spin on the next episode and we're going to talk about uh wiring systems and in particular one that that helps our customers convert from our slc 500 uh controller platform to a newer compact logics platform uh so we'll talk about the benefits why you want to use those uh, and how they help our customers offset some of the risk of of change
0: yeah i I couldn't imagine swapping out a slick 500 with a compact logics. Yeah. That sounds really interesting.
1: Should be a good show. Um, I'm looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, me too. Great.
1: So as always, thanks for listening. Find us on uh, pretty much any, any podcast outlet, but we're on Spotify, Google podcasts, radio, public anchor breaker, pocket cast seismic and Apple podcasts. Drop us a line. Send me an email. Um, Tell us what you like, what you don't like. Uh, give us some ideas for, for upcoming topics because we want to talk about what's relevant to you, our audience, and, and thank you all for listening.
0: Paul, until next time.
1: I'll see you then, Bill.